Chapter 1 St. Bart's, Smithfield, London, 1856 Professor Hatton lay slumped at his desk, his silhouette devoured by thrown shapes from an ebbing fire burning low in the grate. In the quiet chasm of the morgue, Hatton's eyes were tightly shut, shielding out the peeling walls around him. A lamp burned on his desk. He was still awake, but only just, exhausted by contemplation of the great task before him, knowing that the value of his new science, forensics, was forever in question. Professor Hatton, open up, sir. There's a carriage waiting. You are needed urgently, sir. He shuddered, gathered his thoughts, wondering what the devil time it was, but knowing Monsieur Roumond must have gone home already. Hatton found his surgical bag, and then took his coat, his hat, and his cane down from one of the meat hooks, and opening the mortuary door, stepped out into a moonlit yard. Lantern light illuminated folding drifts of snow as he tumbled into the waiting carriage. There was no need to find his pocket watch, as a bell was chiming somewhere three times across the velvet skies of London. "'Good evening, Professor Hatton.' My name is Inspector George Adams of Scotland Yard. Perhaps you've heard of me. Hatton studied the man sitting before him, who thumped the roof of the hansom with his cane and lit a penny smoke, offering one to him. Hatton shook his head, his eyes still bleary with sleep. The coach lurched off towards the river, now nothing more than a tapered line, soon lost in the swirling pall of driven snowflakes. All will reveal itself when we arrive in Chelsea. But are you sure you won't join me, Professor? They're Turkish, you know. Hatton declined as the inspector shrugged and puffed on his cigarette. This could be a very long night, he said. Your reputation goes before you, Inspector Adams, said Hatton finally, having taken the measure of the man. So I presume this is a medical jurisprudence matter? Yes, Professor, the inspector was stretching his legs out, partly enclosed in a gabardine coat. It's a case of the utmost sensitivity. But I wanted to work with you for some time now. I'm intrigued by your new science, Professor. Hatton nodded, curious as well, for he knew a little of this man, but Albert Roumond knew more. He had heard his chief dinner talk of Scotland Yard's celebrated new detective many times, reading snippets out of the papers about various cases. To work with Inspector Adams, Hatton allowed himself a smile. As I said, I followed your work with some interest, continued the inspector, in what Hatton recognized was an eastern drawl, not unlike his own accent once when he was a boy. But Adam seemed to take delight in his drawn-out vowels, whereas Hatton had long since rubbed the edges off, keen to meet society's expectations of a young professor at St. Bart's in a new position of some standing. But here was a man who clearly took no prisoners, nor apologized for what he was. A man to admire, then. I'm flattered, answered Hatton. Perhaps it is the series of articles in The Lancet you refer to? We are so misunderstood, Inspector. Forensics needs all the friends it can get, and I understand from my fellow pathologists that you are indeed a friend. So I'm delighted to finally make your acquaintance. The yard is modernizing, said the Inspector. Look at me, for example. 
Do you think I would have stood a chance ten years ago? A lad from Cambridgeshire, a working man's son, an out-of-town special. But I'm a regular hero now, if you follow the crime pages. Although, don't believe everything you read about me, Professor. The horse whinnied as they reached their final destination. This way, Professor. Haddon followed him out of the coach, briefly stamping the snow off his boots, before ascending the steps of a house on Nightingale Walk which loomed above him, its green glass door lit by an ornate gas lamp. Hatton glanced up at the clear night sky, brilliantly lit by an arch of flickering stars, and as a flurry of snow caught his face, he relished its cold bite. It would be overbearingly warm inside. You should know this is the home of a bohemian, as they...